Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome again to our channel, Let's Talk Internet Computer. Today, in our third episode, um, it's a special day for us. We want to make a tribute to Internet uh, Computer Programming language, it's Motoko. And we have with us one of the best Motoko programmers, uh, Mr. Sebastian Tuyer. Uh, thank you for <laughs> staying with us. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, nice to, to be here. And thanks for the, the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my pleasure. Okay, Sebastian Tuyer or Seb, right? Because everybody like know you as a Seb or how I can, you prefer to- Yeah, I prefer, I prefer Seb because it's just easier to remember. And like on Twitter, it's just easy. Yeah, everybody knows, uh, as I said, yeah. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, yeah, first of all, uh, we would like to know more about, about you, Seb, about your background, your story. Yeah, where are you from? What, what are you uh, start to your career? And just a, a little bit uh, introduce you, please. So uh, I'm from France. And basically, my story is uh, the story of the guy that just learn about um, the internet computer uh, two years ago. So I was already like into crypto, uh, mm -hmm. but more as like, I was curious about it, like reading what, what was Bitcoin, what was Ethereum, mm -hmm. um, investing a bit. Uh, and yeah, just interested by the, by the space. Um, but at some point I learned about Web3, well, I learned about some ideas related to Web3. I didn't know exactly what it was, but I was like, I remember being very, very interested by those concepts and thinking like, yeah, we, we really need those concepts. We really need like to this, this shift uh -huh. um, to Web3. So I, I watched some videos and I found the channel. It was called the Internet Computer Report. Uh, so it's very, very early. Uh, supporters of the internet computer that's basically we are doing videos explaining the project uh, but at, at this time it was very very small and very not well known because like uh, definitely wasn't very talkative about uh, the project like most things were happening inside definitely and the public outreach was pretty small mm -hmm. so yeah I started started to learn about it uh, digging into the docs um, and the more I was like learning about this, the more I was interested and it was pretty, pretty quick for me, uh, like to make my decision. Like I knew it was gonna be difficult and like I knew it was gonna take some time, but I wanted to, I wanted to be part of this. And so I have kind of a scientific background kind of. Um, I did mathematics and then engineering uh, mm -hmm. But I never did uh, like web development or uh, yeah, I was not like a, a developer basically. Um, so I started to to learn and as much as possible, and I was ready to um, to basically put everything I was doing on my studies uh, aside mm -hmm. to just just start developing and like I, I was uh, thinking that uh, whatever happened, if you if you are like a developer and you can build stuff uh, even like in the case of uh, uh, one project that that fails or never never completes if you know how to develop uh, I think you you have work for like the, the next 20 years so mm -hmm. I just I just realized that I should have uh, went to like a computer science degree from the beginning because it was really 
passionating. Um, so yeah, that's about it. Uh, then many things happened during the uh, those years, like the, the, those months. But uh, now I'm a, a junior developer uh, with a lot of experience on the internet computer because uh, that's where I started my journey and that's where I am still working. Mm -hmm. Wow, nice. Sounds great. Yeah, it's it's like more passion, right? Because you start uh, studying mathematics and then start to uh, develop and then uh, once you, you go further and try to know more, you, you feel like, hey, I love this and I want to become a software developer. I want to uh, maybe like stay on the industry for you know, long term. I want to uh, start to uh, develop in, on Web3 and know more about it. And yeah, this is something uh, that is, is really cool. And uh, okay, and now, uh, Seth, uh, which projects are you working on? Which projects do you have in mind now or are you working on? So uh, at the moment, um, I'm working at Discord, uh, but we recently came to, it, it will recent, like, we recently come to uh, a disagreement, uh, kind of. So I'm gonna move to another project. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm currently doing interviews in the space. Uh, uh -huh. And yeah, I cannot really say <laughs> mm -hmm. where I'm going to land. I still don't really know, but I have a few ideas. Um, and it will be probably one of the the big big player in the in the internet computer ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice, nice. I think you're going to to achieve it, hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, and uh, yes, I also want to talk about yeah, Motoko for sure. Uh, Motoko is a smart contract programming language for the internet computer created uh, by the Definity Foundation, or is a new software, right? A new software language being developed yeah, for the Definity Foundation. I think it was created, or one of the main designers was uh, Andreas Rosberg, uh, also co-creators of uh, WebAssembly. And yeah, I just want to know more about how you meet Motoko or, or how you start to learn uh, Program programming like Motoko and yeah, can you explain us uh, the story about your your from the scratch your your beginning in, in Motoko? Yeah, sure. So um, yeah, first um, I want to say that uh, on the internet computer uh, the canisters so smart contracts they run uh, with WebAssembly. So WebAssembly is very very low level. It means like it's it's basically very close to machine language. Like uh, you have uh, instruction is very very difficult to read, and no one, like almost no one, would write write it to yeah. uh, write a smart contract or that. Um, so any language that compiles to WebAssembly uh, can basically be used to develop on the internet computer. Uh, so that's the theory, but in in reality, like uh, you need some tools and some 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 abstractions as well. Um, so the only two languages at the, at the moment that you can use. Uh, our Rust and Motoko. Uh, you can also use TypeScript uh, because Jordan last is working on TypeScript SDK, and I think it's pretty advanced. I haven't tested it myself, but I've heard good uh, good reviews. Um, but at the time I started, it was only Rust and Motoko, and also the documentation from Definity. I would say around oriented toward Motoko. Um, the, they, they've made progress, and now you can also have a good example in Rust. Uh, but Rust is 
also a low level language, not as low as uh, WebAssembly, but it's, it's, I would say, pretty difficult language if you are just starting uh, your software development career. Uh, it, it's possible, like I, I know some people that started with Rust and they are totally, totally doing, doing well. Uh, but for me, yeah, the, the, basically there was not a lot of examples. Um, the Motoko was more accessible um, and it was, it, it's basically designed specifically for the internet computer. So you have many concepts that are uh, bringing to the, the language, like the, the actor concept, which represents the canister, um, inter canister calls, like many, many abstractions to make your life easier. Uh, so that's why I, I choose uh, Motoko and also also, the I think the logo is, is dope. I love the little ghost. Uh, and I was, I was excited by the fact that, like, I would be the first or, like, among the first of, like, using a language. Uh, so it's also a risky bet because basically if you learn Motoko, you are betting on the fact that uh, the IC will thrive. Uh, so people will use it because at the moment you can only use this language for the IC. Uh, it could be possible to use this language elsewhere, but uh, right now you are basically met, making a bet on the, the future of the internet computer. So, uh, yeah, and I don't know if you want more precision about like how I started, what was the challenges, maybe uh, mm. things like this, but I, I can keep talking about Motoko. <laughs> yeah, no, no, of course, of course, yes, super interesting. I just like uh, ask you and, and then you can continue with uh, with how you start uh, to uh, programming in Motoko. Uh, what, yeah, what let's, could, and what, also, uh, yeah. sorry, sorry to, let okay. me know if like uh, something is not clear or like, because uh, it's like technical explanations as well. So let me know if something is not clear or like, I don't know exactly what the public that will listen to this podcast uh, knows about the internet computer and like software development in general, but uh, mm -hmm. don't don't hesitate to ask any like question. Okay, no, no, you explained pr pretty clear. Yeah, everything by now. I think if, if uh, uh, like people have questions uh, once we, we finish the the um, the audio for sure. Like we are going to share everything, and then they can reply if they have questions or or, or whatever. Um, yeah, and about Motoko, uh, what what. what um dApps or programs or we can create everything in, in internet computer with motoko like webs dApps and, and everything yeah uh there is no limitation like um mm -hmm. there are a few things that you cannot do with motoko right now um like because the, the, the internet computer the protocol like the, the the code that the nodes are running and like the, the the, yeah, the protocol is, is written mostly in Rust. Uh, so it means that if you are developing in Rust, you have maybe more access to some part of the system and more like you can go more into the details. Mm -hmm. But I've been working with Motoko and like, I've almost never been limited by the language and the language is still like being improved every day. Like it's. I think we are not even at the version one. It's still like it's still 0 0.8 or something like this. So like the the, the definitive foundation as uh, as a long-term plan to keep supporting Motoko, they have like a, a language team working on it and they keep adding new features into the language. 
Um, so I would say that like if you, if you want to build on top, uh, I mean, like a DAP or uh, I don't know, NFTs, like tokens, uh, social media, uh, whatever, like a game, mm -hmm. maybe there is no limitation with Motoko. Like uh, only yeah. very specific, very specific thing, but you can, uh, you, you would, you would find a way to play to, 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 to make it work or like it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a long way to build that. So there, there is no uh, real limitation. Yeah, no limitations. Nice, nice. And um, what make Motoko like special compared with uh, maybe other, uh, other programs as Java, JavaScript or C Sharp? Uh, you, you think it's a, Motoko is like a, an evolution of other languages or, or maybe it's like easier start from the, from the scratch if you never pro have programmed before? Or in your opinion, what is the, the strengthness of, of Motoko? So, um, I'm not yeah, a language may, maybe it's, not, it's a, it's, Sorry, maybe it's a question that you have to think about it, right? Because it's not something like, oh yeah, this is like... A, no, I can, I can give my, my view on it, but uh, maybe awesome. people would say other, other like, things, but I, I can try. Um, mm -hmm. So, as far as I know, I think this, this language was created by people that uh, have real, like, long life experience of uh, software development and, like, how to develop a language, uh, what are the good patterns, and I think in general, like, the industry and the language has evolved and we have like I would say almost 50 years of practice good practice or bad practices so um, I would say Motoko is uh, has, uh, has been developed with uh, like to, to keep in mind that uh, we will develop like we will use Motoko for uh, financial uh, infrastructures or social infrastructure. So we don't want like to, we don't want to, to make mistakes uh, or we want to avoid it as much as possible. Uh, so for example, uh, if someone is like, if, if people are familiar with JavaScript, for example, um, in JavaScript, you can, you can add numbers and text. And it's, it's not like, it's not something that you would like to do with Motoko because uh, first, it will not work because Motoko is a type language. So every variable has a type, like uh, number or text or boolean. Uh, so it's very, very specific. You have to you have to make sure that you are uh, adding carrots with carrots and not carrots with butter. But I'm sorry. Um, and JavaScript, for example, is completely the opposite. You can you can mix uh, different objects uh, and it will most most of the time you will like kind of uh, avoid the problems and just like uh, resolve the issue by making an assumption that maybe you want a number or maybe you want a string. So it can uh, after many 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 weeks of code you can like completely forget about this and you have errors that you cannot resolve. Uh, in Motoko, if you try to do this, you will try to compile your code and it will say cannot compile because you are trying to add this with this and it's not possible. So that's uh, a good thing, I think, because uh, you you see the errors, like not all the errors, of course, but some some problems that you would uh, that would arise later, you you will see them like 
when you are writing the, the software. So it's uh, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, also, like it, it's um, th there is a type which is called NAT. Uh, so for a natural number number, so one, two, three, uh, yeah. until until basically uh, as much as you want because there is no um, like it's it's a type that is gonna grow by itself, uh, and it's not something I've seen in other languages. Uh, usually you have a limit, like, because the number is represented by some, some zero and one, so, so by, by uh, bytes. And this will take some amount of memory in space that is uh, limited by default. Uh, it can be as huge as, for example, 128 bits, which is a lot, and you can write huge numbers, so you would almost never reach it. But in Motoko, it will grow by itself, uh, so you can never like you can never have problems. Uh, this is the problem that like what I'm talking about is very specific. I don't know if people that never like develop will will understand, but the problem that is very specific and uh, has caused many problems in the past. Uh, and if if you if you choose this type with Motoko, you don't have this problem. Uh, mm -hmm. Also, everything that is like IC specific, like the canisters, um, the principle which represents your identity are baked into the language. So uh, it's it's really easy to manipulate the subject. Uh, and yeah, that's, a, that's about it, I would say. Uh, there, are, <laughs> there are many differences with other languages, yeah. of course, but mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, but there is a lot of advantages, yeah. And uh, in your your in your opinion, uh, you you have experience with Motoko. You, you have any um, like something like we can improve in Motoko? Any weaknesses that you think? Uh, for sure, Motoko is is, is like a new program, uh, and even each uh, year is uh, updated and is evolved to uh, uh, new versions. And, and in your in your opinion, you think. Um, we can improve something in, in yeah, the language. Definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, there are not a lot of uh, packages. So when you write software, you usually use code from other people and it's mm -hmm. called packages. So you you don't need to write everything from scratch. You can just reuse some method. Uh, for example, if you want to, I don't know, you have a number and you want the text. Uh, maybe every time you start a new program, you don't need to write Again, this method, you can just take it from somewhere else and add it into your code. Uh, and because Motoko is a very new language, there, is, there are not a lot of packages available. Uh, you mean that's, in, that's the, in, Git, in GitHub or in other servers? Like you, you cannot yeah, like so um, it could be in GitHub or other like providers. Usually it's with GitHub. But um, I would say even like the the base modules that are included in the lab, like the, the, the language. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, so, so every module is available, like base module is available on the Definity website, uh, internet computer website, where we can check like the documentation uh -huh. and how it's working, how to use it. But uh, yeah, it's still pretty limited. Uh, some functions are missing, some, some packages are missing. Um, and I know that uh, there is an organization called ICBev that uh, creates bounties uh, for improving the language. So there is already like the definitive team that is working on improving Motoko, but also the community can uh, come and publish packages uh, 
yeah. if needed and get rewarded for this because it, it's going to help like a ton of people and it's it's really needed uh so yeah that's the that, that's that's the problem right now with montoko um and also probably the lack of uh like if you wish to use javascript you will see tons of courses on the internet like you you have so many so many choices like years and years of courses so you you can find the best one and uh mm. you can learn javascript uh i would say more easily than uh, motoko because you, you have more resources uh, motoko it's getting better and better but there are, there are still like uh, not a lot of resources not a lot of videos to learn motoko um yeah no no it doesn't exist that the perfect language programming right each program have uh, weaknesses and strengths and it is something like uh the ideal of the the, the perfect program 100 percent perfect is doesn't exist but uh, at least, yeah, we, we know more about uh, Motoko, about the, what, what we can improve and what are the, the team are doing, like, a great, great things. And, okay, and then uh, I would like to talk about you, um, how, because you create, or you are one of the co-creators of uh, Motoko Bootcamp. As a for, for people like start from the scratch, from new developers, from people like a Finnish maybe the university and want to, to start to create something on internet computer like DAPs, web, NFTs or whatever. Uh, you, you did a great idea. Uh, it's about the Motoko Bootcamp. And it's a project that honestly, I'm super fascinated about that. I know you're, you're working maybe on the second uh, edition. Uh, yeah, but I would like to know more uh, and share with the community about the, the first edition, the Motoko Bootcamp, um, how you start this project, create content, and how, how it was in general, the, the Motoko Bootcamp. So, um, it, was, uh, it was a project that uh, I started with Isaac uh, from uh, Disquad. So, so we were working on the Disquad project together. And um at some point uh i don't I, I think he said something to me like i would like to learn motoko <laughs> um yeah. and if he like i think i said like i could help you like uh if you if you start to write some code like i can help you like because of, uh i was doing the the motoko parts of the the project um and then he sent me something like uh well if you if you are gonna like teach me uh, uh i think it's better if you teach like more people because mm -hmm. uh we need this in the ecosystem and then we we get together and we start working on the idea so um basically the goal was to um come together with many projects and developers in the ecosystem mm -hmm. uh, everyone was gonna like participate so there was like different uh, different topics, and every every mentor was responsible for one topic, uh, and basically it was open to anyone. You could just join. Uh, it would last one week, and you would have like resources, uh, live session, so where you would uh, talk with mentors and experienced Motoko developers, and they would try to solve your issue. Um, sorry, no and uh, and then you would have some exercises, uh, and at the end of the week, you would have like a kind of a hackathon, uh, like semi-hackathon semi where you would uh, have to create an NFT collection and you would get like uh, rewarded for, for this. Um, and so, yeah, we, we published an article and we got 
way more uh, answers than we expected. Uh, it mm -hmm. was crazy, like the, the number of people. I was surprised by the number of also non-tech people uh, that just wanted to to, to get started. Uh, so we had like beginners and intermediate. Uh, I don't remember the exact number, but it was like uh, it was overwhelming <laughs> because we <laughs> didn't thought that there would be so much people. Uh, yeah. And then um, we had a few months. Uh, I think one month and a half to put together some resources. So uh, I took some days off from the school mm -hmm. squad and I started working on some resources, writing some, some code, some examples, some exercises. Uh, and yeah, we also got help from many, many members of the community, which I'm very grateful for. It was amazing to uh, also mm -hmm. talk with like experienced developers as well. Uh, actually, I, I learned like I learned during the bootcamp as well. I was um, Hosting it and doing some lessons, but for other mentors, I was listening and uh, mm -hmm. I've learned I've learned quite a bit. So uh, I think it was a really great experience, uh, really funny to do. Uh, people like learning together was like people were excited. Uh, there was like I didn't <laughs> I didn't sleep a lot during this week, uh, oh, yeah. but yeah, there was there was always people on Discord like talking and joking and uh, because of course, like we, we had people from America, from Europe, from Africa, mm -hmm. from uh, from China, from Japan, like everywhere. So yeah, everywhere. it was, that's, it was that's very, cool. very good. And, and yeah, at the end of the week, we distributed those uh, NFT rewards, uh, mm -hmm. which was uh, a diploma to basically certificate that uh, the people that completed the week um, have some amount of knowledge uh, in Motoko. And yeah, some people dropped because it was like, it was difficult. It was one week and one week to learn like something like this is, is not enough. Um, so, but it was, it was a very good experience and like I would, yeah. I would do it again. I had, I had fun a lot. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, we, we have like just three minutes for, for finish the, the interview or the meeting. <clears throat> I would like to know let's just briefly uh, because you you got like uh, grants for for definity for start the project explain just like a little bit about it and what is the, the expectations for the second or if you have something in mind uh, for the second part of the motoko bootcamp so yeah the second bootcamp is still in its early days uh, we are still in the like pre-conception period uh, but basically we want to um, we want to make it more uh, long. Um, we want, to, because we, we have a few issues. So the first issue is the people that uh, know, like knew nothing about how to develop, what, like, what is software development. It was complicated for them to onboard and like uh, pass the first few days. You needed some, some amount of like knowledge. Uh, so we want to start with a one week dedicated to everyone. Um, then another week for intermediate people, where maybe people that uh, like succeed during the first week can also join, even if they are total beginners. Uh, and then we want to make a longer hackathon, like probably one week as well, where people would uh, build, but they would have to pick a team. Maybe there would be meetings with people so they can like find a team that corresponds to them. Uh, because right now, 
um, I've received many messages from people from the, the bootcamp and everyone is building, but everyone is building like on their side. And we really need people to come together to build. Like, even if you are the best like developer in, in this, this, this planet, you, if you are working alone, like your impact is way more limited than you should yeah. start If you join, and... exactly. And share, yeah. share and join and share your knowledge with everyone. We have uh, other ideas and other, other um, mind, right? Yeah. And mm. yeah, also we want to make maybe, so it's a long-term project, but it would be, it would be amazing to create a long-term structure around it, kind of a school. So uh, we would have like certificates and maybe different levels. Uh, we can also build like all the infrastructures around it, like the NFT uh, that would, that would basically be like a university on the blockchain, basically. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it would be this is something. <laughs> this is something like we have in the future. Maybe we can we can we can do it. Of course, like start to um, educate about Motok. Okay, Seth, time is off. Thank you so much for uh, stay here with us. Uh, really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. It was a fun fun conversation. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we can do a, a second uh, a second episode <laughs> talking more. Let about me know. This. Yeah. Of course. Thank you so much. Take care. Okay. Bye bye, Seth. See bye. you soon. Bye bye.